Hello everyone, welcome to Video Gamer Podcast number 415. I'm joined as ever by my wingman, Rich Walker. Oh wait, no I'm not, because he's <gasps> skiving off. Yeah, that's right, I don't know what he's doing, but it's not good enough. I am joined this week uh, in a rare double whammy appearance by, first of all, producer Dan. Hello. Hello, how's it going, mate? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, and Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt from upstairs. Hello. All right, we got we got Matt from upstairs. He's not upstairs anymore. We got producer Dan. He well, he will still be producing, but he's you know he's live. How does it feel? Live, yeah. It's, it's, weird? it's a different experience. At least I know yeah. where to cut everything now because I'll yeah. be in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can make your uh, your mental notes. Right, I'm getting rid of that. Getting exactly. Rid of that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, how are we both doing, Dan? You have been uh, a tired fellow of late. Oh, of late, for the last, like, 10 years, uh, For years, the last but, 10 years, and and, um, and, and, uh, <laughs> and since I have known you, but, you, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sp- specifically, more recently, um, yeah. like, nobody knows this, um, but, yeah, we're relaunching Video Gamer um, with a Breaking brand new news. fancy... Yeah, what? it is, mate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, mm. I forgot to tell you, Matt. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but a new fancy website. Um, it's just a, a new look, slicker design, a lot quicker, yeah. more benefits for us. Um, on our side, on the creating the content, um, but just better tools, um, quicker website, and just a lot it's se- be fancy. Uh, yeah, a lot sexier. I think that's the, the main thing. That's um, the word, isn't it? Yeah, it's got yeah. it's got lots of. Um, uh, it's not called yellow, is it? It's gold. 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 Video, Video game gold. Gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots lots more of that, and keep an eye out for the for the new font because I chose that and I'm loving it. Yeah, so, yeah, you know. yeah. Oh, we changed so, it. I didn't tell you, did I? Ah, oh, bollocks. <laughs> that was oh, cut okay. straight away. That was oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the ago. first thing to cut. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. No, it's looking good. It's going to be fancy, but, we, but you know, now that we've announced it on the podcast, you may well not see it for 10 years because the internet gods will curse us. But, you know, so, keep yeah. an eye out. <laughs> it was meant to go live last weekend and then this weekend and then Monday and then today, mm. which is Tuesday, but, and then, but by Wednesday, mm. um, which is when the pod goes out, obviously... It should be live, but I want to put all the emphasis on should because yeah. these things just never go smoothly. So <laughs> we'll, ca- we'll caveat that. But well, you're, you're you're in control, Dan. You can just delay the podcast for as long oh, as yeah. you want. Could do, yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah, could. Yeah, you yeah. could just scratch this whole conversation if you want. Just drunk on your own power. Well, there you go. There you go. Straight from producer Dan's mouth. Um, what have you been up to, Matt? How has the week been? Are you equally tired? Excited? Zesty? Uh, I'm a bit tired. I've been having to paint a fucking bathroom for days Ooh. it's driving me mad uh so there's there's that because white paint doesn't go on very quickly um but other than that i've been you know i've been playing some nice games as well the sun mm. has been shining ha- uh, oh my god it's too much it's too much i mean <laughs> you know I, I, i'm sweating sitting it's, still i don't know if it's different in in reading to london but it's not too bad over here like got all the windows open in the house and it's sort of just like a bit gentle, although now because I've because podcasting got the the curtains closed and all that, it's starting to starting to warm up Heat a bit up. here. Wait, why have you closed the curtains? It's an audio podcast for soundproofing, Dan. I'm oh, thinking okay. about these things. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the neighbours will be complaining. Come yeah, on, actually, you're, you're I... the producer, Dan. <laughs> I, I'm fairly sure if you're in your front room that the curtains aren't going to make that much of a difference. But you know. ah, but I'm in the back I had bedroom. Shot, um... <laughs> I just oh, okay. shut my window because my neighbour. I say I mentioned this to Rich last week. Actually, I can't remember if I mentioned it on the main pod or not. And I don't know if my neighbour listens to this podcast. So if you do, uh, hello, 
but um, <laughs> he seems to be training some sort of kill dog over there because <laughs> uh, I don't know what sort of dog it is, but like every like afternoon, he gets this trainer fella to come over and he like simulates dog attacks. So I'll oh literally, I'll literally <laughs> hear a guy like screaming as if he's being attacked because he is because he's, he's wearing one of those like Michelin Man the big, style, yeah, the big suits. puffy things. Yeah, 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 and like that's amazing. The, I know, and the owner, because presumably he wants this dog to like protect his fucking family or something. But I'll hear the the owner just just going, yeah, yeah, get him, get him. Meanwhile, <laughs> I just hear, ah, ah. <laughs> so, and you've not got any him. sort of you not got any sort of grudge with this neighbour that he'd be training up the dog for. I hope he doesn't set the dog the guy, loose on me. The if guy's he, not, he's not got a... the big padded vest; and it's got Josh across it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he's not a fan of the uh, of the video game or podcast, but who knows? He may be a loyal listener. But there you go. Imagine yes. if he was. Yeah. yeah if, well, yeah. God, yeah. Just, just come, come what, knocking. What a shout out. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Josh. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, right. We got we got some E three is upon us. This is this is the big thing. So I'm gonna I've got I've I've bunched the news into little clumps. So I'm gonna fire a little jingle at you, chaps. Uh, and then brief you on. Actually, although before I do that, are you both? Uh, is excitement in the air? Are you? Are you excited for the electric triple for the big for the big three, the big E's? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. It's. I mean, this yeah. is my first E three in in the industry. Oh, it's not. Yeah, it is because it, it was cancelled last year, wasn't it? It was. Oh yeah, shit. It was that would actually. have been my first one, and then oh, it just didn't happen last year. It basically was E three last year. Like just but, E three for me is the conferences. Right. Oh yeah, but I mean, it was so spread out last year, like across like months. It, it wasn't was like, like months, wasn't it? Oh yeah. yeah, I guess you are right. Actually, yeah, I completely. Forgot yeah, about that. so to have that like real like condensed thing. I mean, I'm sort of yeah. sad. I'm, I feel like I've just missed it. I know people hate LA, but I've always wanted to go. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I hope no, I get I mean, a chance it's, to it's, eventually. It's but. kind of a it's a weird thing because like you. Dan's right, and and also you're right. It's like it kind of did ha- like E3 didn't not happen. It's just they're just going, yeah, we, we, you know, we'll just we'll, we will all move those digital conferences closer together so that they happen in a kind yeah. Of, I, I almost prefer. Really, I, oh yeah, go on. I was just gonna say it's a very different vibe because last year was easier to cover because you just sort of like every now and again you'd get like a conference. Yeah, you're like, okay, sure, we just yeah. need to be around mm. for this and stuff like that, but. Especially if I had been a viewer last year, like there's no moment where you're like, oh, this is the big thing where lots of yeah. shit happens. Like, whereas, like, yeah, at least with this, you're like, okay, you got this thing, then this thing, then this thing, all in the space of a few days, and there's that a bit, yeah, a bit more of that excitement around it to be there, like, there, oh there yeah, is. this is the event. <clears throat> this is true. This is true. And as much as we're like in the industry, and you, you often think about covering it, and like, oh. I wish so and so was like this because that would make my life easier covering it. It's it, it, I always sort of think, well, okay, yeah, there are actually normal people living their lives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> who aren't covering these things like like I am, and actually would like a big kind of you know festival style atmosphere. But yeah, it, it is exciting. I always go like no matter how uh, jaded I get, uh, so, so, something something about E3 always just sort of zaps me, and I go ooh. It's E3, some big stuff's going to happen. So yeah, and everyone seems to have slotted back into their normal slots as well, isn't it? It's like Microsoft yeah. on the Saturday, or no, yeah. on the Sunday, Microsoft Sunday, Nintendo Tuesday, is it? Like, yeah, Nintendo. that's, that's their classic Tuesday. slot. Yeah, yeah, like everyone has just gone whack straight back into the slots. It's Sony yeah. on Monday. Sony's on. Sony's not not happening yet. Is it? Not yes, like anything. they haven't announced what they do. They because ba- didn't Sony say like last year like. 
we're we're opting out of it. Like, like there was well, a whole thing where they they didn't take part last time, and then they said they weren't going to take part again. Yeah, they they didn't take part two years ago, but they also didn't do something during E3. They they did something outside of those dates. I think I think they're quite happy not to compete hmm. with, with it. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll actually have anything during that time. But okay. interesting, That's interesting. Tonight, by the way, <clears throat> tonight. Not that I, I don't know who wants to hear this and who else will care. <laughs> I want to hear it because I care. Um, there's a conference tonight on the play date. The play date, I've, yeah. I've been, I've been looking forward to. Is that the, uh, li- for, the, the yellow it, thing? Yeah, yeah, yellow thing with the crank. It's, it's got a crank on it. It's um, yeah. It's it's by Panic, who are the people that published um Firewatch and Untitled Goose Game, and it just looks delightful. Um. But it's obviously COVID hurt hurt them a lot and they had like production line problems and all sorts of stuff. But there's a little thing tonight where they're going to go into detail on some of the games. Um, I'm very, very excited. About. I mean, I just love handhelds anyway and that looks like a glorious bit of hardware, that. Yeah, it looks super weird and I've got a sneaking suspicion I'll buy it for, what, 100 quid or whatever and I'll play it all <laughs> of an hour or two and forget yes. about it. But I still sort of want to have it in my hands. Yeah, it could be. It could be. That. I also like the way that they're approaching it so that like every monday is your play date and the new game will drop every monday like that's yeah. a really cool thing it might help it sustain you might sort of think oh you know if i don't like this one maybe i'll like the next one anyway it's about that time to talk about what we have been playing and we have an interesting mix so have a lovely jingle half-life 3 already happened then it was cool bioshock and all of those things that half-life did did so wonderfully well were picked up by irrational and that's where it like three would be brilliant when we get it if we get it never ever gonna get it when we get it if we get it grumble 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 from big when we get it if we get it dr freeman when we get it if we get it it's never ever gonna let up dr freeman they finally get around to finishing half-life whatever happens is gonna be underwhelming this week, the big thing is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Actually, it's not mm, it's an ampersand, which is just the word and. So, for people that don't know, if you see an ampersand, it doesn't mean mm, like ghosts and mm, goblins. That would have to be an apostrophe N. This is an ampersand, uh, it's an and. Ratchet and Clank, colon, Rift Apart. Not a Rift Apart, or the Rift Apart, but simply Rift Apart. So just I one. have played it, I have, ah. Uh, Singular rift, right? One rift, just yeah. one. I think I was talking to uh, to Matt from upstairs about this. I think it's like a play on ripped apart, which I realised way too late. Uh, I just realised after you told me. Yeah, well there you go. Well that makes me feel less silly. I like that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that. I've played it. I finished it. I reviewed it. Matt has done the same. PlayStation Trophies dot org. Got the plat uh, as well. Got the plat. Um, plat. I have not got the plat. I'm like 96% complete on it, but I've not got that. However, I will set us up and get the ball rolling. It's a Ratchet and Clank game. Ratchet and Clank have a uh, an ongoing beef with a robotic fellow called Dr. Nefarious. Uh, true to his name, he's up to no good. He has a weapon <laughs> called the Dimensionator, which splits the universe and threatens to tear it apart and opens all sorts of rifts. Kind of a bit like Elizabeth in Bioshock Infinite. Um, only like you know, better, because it's very, very fast loading because of the PS5 SSD, so it's all showing off all the time and bringing in different worlds whenever it can, crazy set pieces. 
Other than that, the core gameplay, sort of quite similar to the original. You've got your platforming, your wall running, your zap dodge moving. You've now got a rift tether, which kind of lets you sort of blink across entire environments. Um, it's a very, 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 very pretty game. Matt, you are far more... Um, versed i think in the history of ratchet and clank yeah uh, than than i am i think i've played <clears throat> i played the first three games way back when but because i had an xbox 360 and didn't have a ps3 i missed out on that kind of block of ratchet and clank and, and you actually replayed them all quite recently for a feature um, yeah when when lockdown started i just started playing them right from the beginning in chronological hmm. order like um and just sort of did that over the course of a year and I mean I played most of them before there was only a couple that were really new to me it's one of those franchises I think I've, I've said in an article somewhere like it was the first like non-Nintendo franchise that I properly fell in love with because mm, uh, mm. I'd only really had Nintendo consoles up until the PS2 but yeah I mean it's, it's consistently been like a really top quality Sony series like since mm. since day one the spin-offs have been a bit you know here or there but in terms of the core games they've always been Fantastic! Um, They've shown off the the hardware quite. I mean, I remember even the the original Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, in two thousand six, I think I want to say or five. The original two thousand two. Oh, was it? What even in this country was it? I was thought it was. Yeah, I'm fairly certain. I think it was two thousand two. Blimey! Oh no, you are right. It was two thousand and two. Yes, you are. It was the same year as Vice City. In fact, they always looked very pretty. Um, yeah, and this, and this one is no different. Where does this kind of um, where does this rank for you generally as a kind of a ratchet fan? What's your what's your general feeling? A thumbs well, up ha- from you? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I've, I've enjoyed it immensely actually. But um, you know, I'm not entirely sure because I've got my big rank of the uh, the games from worst to best on PST. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's you know, I, I it's potentially top three for me. Ooh, come on, man. potentially top. Give us three. a number. No, no, none of this potential top five, top three. Give us a number. <laughs> <laughs> commit, Swat commit right in. now. Do um, it. You know, number three, I think. Just yeah. behind... Top three, literally. <laughs> <laughs> just, just behind Tools of Destruction and Going Commando, I think it Going it Commando, I thought, was, uh, was terrific. Although they didn't have those names in this in, in, in the UK, unfortunately. They just had the Ratchet no, and Clank No, it was really 2, rubbish, Ratchet wasn't it? Three. Yes. Although I believe they did uh, then on the HD collection. They did have the subtitles when it was released here on the HD collection, I Possibly, think. Possibly, but we, again, our collection was different. It didn't include Deadlocked and stuff. It was mm. uh, it was a weird mm. one, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I've long been a fan of the Ratchet Clank series. I sort of came into Rift Apart with like a, a mix of excitement and apprehension because mm. I, I didn't I didn't love the the PS4 remake as much as a lot of other people did, and I wasn't mm. sort of sure what direction they're taking it. But no, yeah, finished Rift Apart recently and just bloody good game, like and stunning like you say like mm. absolutely visually ridiculous at times yeah it's like, one of the most it's 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 quite strange actually because it's it's quite so it's cartoon the art direction is quite cartoony you're obviously looking at you know uh, lombaxes there are a couple of human beings i think actually i don't know what quark is, is he no he's got he's only got three three fingers doesn't he so he's not three fingers. oh yeah god you're right yeah yeah um His big hands <clears throat> so it is cartoony so it's not as though you're looking at like a, a naughty dog game where you can kind of visually gauge the fidelity of things and think, oh, that looks like a convincing human being. You're looking at a Lombax, which is a sort of fuzzy rat-like being. Um, <laughs> but but even so, some of the environments are uh, just l- ludicrous. Um, some of the most 
beautiful. I think the one that stood out in my head was um, Sargasso. So, so the, the plot sort of is the same as the Ratchet and Clank. The kind of the kind of, sort of set up the structure of the game is that you have a ship and you zap to different planets. That's pretty much always been the case. Um, and each planet has a different kind of flavor and vibe. Um, my favorite, I think, was Sargasso. And I remember because it's it's a sort of um, swampy jungly planet with dinosaurs basically and when yeah. i first got there i think it was like uh, the first evening i had with the game um i had i it was i this that old cliche oh i had to stop and move the camera around yeah and i very rarely <laughs> actually do that with games i think the last time i did it was with the last of us part two um but it was just ridiculous. I was just looking at the lighting, the way it moves through the trees. It stu- coupled with the art direction, it might be one of the most... Yeah, I want to lean into the hyperbole. One of the most astonishing games, just graphically, I think I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I've it's not right, played it's right it. Up there. But Say that again, Dan, sorry. I, I've not played it, but from the outside looking in, it like just mm. everything about, about the whole game just looks truly next gen and it's the first game that i've like thought yes. that about this generation yes um, just from yes. the visuals and kind of i guess the loading with the wrists and stuff like that you, actually that's a really good point and that it's kind of it's kind of important isn't it so this is the sort of thing i touched on briefly in my review it sort of seems as though and I'm, i don't know if things if it works like this so you know f- forgive me if anyone at sony's listening but it seems like someone at sony said we need a video game, Insomniac, and we need it to do this, 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 and this in order to show off those things about this. <laughs> this yeah. being the PS5. <laughs> and it seems like Insomniac went, okay, ridiculous loading, sure, okay, dual sense stuff, right, gotcha, load of gadgets, load of weapons. It just seems like they just hit every box and went, okay, pretty much like Dan said, it's it's the, it's the kind of first game where I thought, oh, okay, you know, th- like this is... Uh, this is what your PlayStation 5 could do. Well, I kind—I had that feeling with Astro's Playroom, but that was more bound up in the controller. Just visually to look at, yeah. Yeah. this might be might be the first game where I thought, oh God, yeah, oh yeah, you can't you can't do that on a and the on a the Rift stuff is like Dan says that is super impressive, and it's all the next gen SSD and things, and it's a weird one because I don't know, I don't know that it's impossible that a game could have pulled off something that looked like that do you know what i mean like the, there's trickery there are there are tricks and I mean, stuff don't they but it yeah the way that it does work is impressive in a way that i've never seen something before and like all the trailers and stuff they show off the bits where you're you know you're uh, grind railing and uh then jumping <laughs> on the back of something and flying through different rifts and things but the one that mm. i found really impressive is that when you're on like individual planets there's just these little rifts and you yeah. open them up and they take you to pocket dimensions and you just sort of stand there and you move the camera around and the world inside the rift moves and loads with it and then you walk around the back of it and it's not there and there's something weirdly it's like the TARDIS <laughs> from Doctor Who I kept sort of walking in and walking out and being like yeah. it's bigger in the inside like yeah, there was yeah. a real weird next gen magic to that that I found really impressive and yeah, I agree yeah in fact actually a friend of mine um, were remarked uh, I was, I was, to, I was. My flatmate who was saw me play uh, just just today actually um, was saying that uh, it kind of it fulfills the promise of like. Do you remember in Bioshock Infinite when? Uh, yeah, like, Eliz- the pre-release Elizabeth stuff, was, wasn't it? Yeah, lots, lots of that. And then in the game, you'd get those those kind of 
wavery portals and you'd see the other area that was on the yeah. it was just like a dot jpeg that kind of just oh, it, was sh- it was shit wasn't it you know? <laughs> and then you, you sort of when you jumped in of course then there was a loading screen it, this almost seems like the sort of you know ten, almost 10 year sort of like deliverance of that dream i guess yeah like i, a, I was oh, thinking wow. about the you know the god of war remake and when you step into that sort of door onto the um Onto the branches of the world tree. Oh yes, you yes. know that bit, and that was there was always a, like a decent bit of loading there as the game like mm. cut to cutscene, didn't it? And you were walking mm. through, and and I was thinking about that, and I was like, that this is what that would look like, mm. like yes. if that was made for PS5, like you would just stand there and you'd be able to see, you immediately walk into that area or whatever. Like <laughs> that was that was the comparison that I had in my head, and it, I don't, it's not it's one of those weird things, isn't it? It's not necessary, but there is something playing it and being like. Yeah, no, this is why I bought the PS5. Like, my mm, purchase mm. has now been redeemed somewhat because this, this couldn't yeah. work elsewhere. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not that I should yeah. need that, but there is a little bit of me that's just petty and wants to know that I've spent money on something for a reason. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, do, and it does show off, I think, you know, kind of what you need it to show off. What's what's interesting, I, I think, is is un- underneath that, um, I, do, I do have sort of some uh, re- reservations with the game, I, I suppose. Um uh, they're, they're not massive reservations, but the, I, I do miss um, the sort of the, the tone and the humour yeah. um, of a lot a lot of the older games because they were quite. I mean, in, in in America they were sort of like you know T for teen. I think I think they were probably <laughs> like seven plus here or something like that. Much like this one is. Yeah. Um, but they used to be just an ever so slightly irreverent sort of snarky kind of. Um, slow, well, you hesitate to use the word dark, but kind of a cheeky sense of humour. I'd say I'd say cynical rather than dark. Yeah, there was cynical. a real like there was like, this sort of really like capitalist vibe to everything that was going on in the game. Like everyone was trying to get some money out of you for anything. Like no one was yeah. like, oh, we need help. We'll yeah. give you this this map to this place. People were like, oh, you want a map? Oh, just give yeah. me some money and maybe it, maybe you'll yeah. get a map. There was a real yeah. sort of um yeah, a real like early noughties, late nineties cynicism to it that wasn't so much an edge, but there was something there and that that has disappeared recently. I mean it was most noticeable in the, the twenty sixteen remake because yes. that changed so much of that story to be this weird like uh budget avengers thing going on there like yeah for sure as opposed sure. to the the weird story of the first game but um and it's a lot it reminded me a lot of um the outer worlds it was it was a sort of similar humor yeah. to that, that sort of like corporate cynicism of like we're a corporation and we want to extort you and yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it kind of it's an interesting little hook this one is very much it's, it's interesting you bring up marvel as well because it's a it's a um i do think that's relevant here it's one of the things that i sort of touched on it's very um I, th- I think Sony is kind of consciously trying to trying to sort of position itself as a sort of MC uh, Marvel Studios kind of jug. It's there when you boot it up and you see the PlayStation Studios logo. You know, it's yeah. a, a little bit like the. Mo- and with with this, I sort of thought like it's that very family friendly, very warm humor with no, no not a spot of c- sort of cynicism on it. Yeah. It's very <laughs> very light and and sort of playful, and that's. Absolutely fine. I, I, I personally, it's just a taste thing, really, because I am yeah, fan of those older games, and I do sort of, and I think that probably is is gone forever. But I was very conscious throughout of a kind of like uh, just an awareness of, oh yeah, you know this this is clearly the studio that that made that made Spider Man. There's you know there's a few things in the and like, the, the hover boots are very sort of Iron Man when you reach your full speed on the hover boots and you see you see Ratchet kind of like soaring yeah. across like like Iron Man. I sort of thought. It's almost like they're kind of 
thumb in their nose at Idos Montreal going, we could do it better than you. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, you know what? I, I, would, I wouldn't say that they wouldn't as well. They're, well the work yeah. they've done on Spider-Man and stuff. But um, it's That's funny you bring terrific. up the, the MCU as well, though, because this is there is some really cool stuff in Rift Apart as well, which um, I didn't mention in my review, but I mean... They've been talking about it on the, the Ratchet Clank Twitter account now, so I think it's out in the open. Ah, uh, the Easter eggs you're talking the, about. Yeah, there's some really, really cool PlayStation Easter eggs to like classic classic games and modern games and stuff. And they've mm. um, they've been showing off on Twitter the the Rhino, which is always the the big gun that you get in every, every Ratchet Clank game. Yes. They're all they all do something different, and this one opens up a portal and brings down something and I mean 90% of the time you'll just get like a crate and it'll drop on the enemy and do an explosion <laughs> but like every now and again you'll get like a dinosaur from Horizon Zero Dawn or um, oh that's really really cool or uh, was it like Jack and Dexter fall out at one point and then they st- <laughs> when it's something special from another game they stay and do a little pose before oh, disappearing that's, that's really cool. and I've had I've had Jack and Dexter I've had Sly Cooper pop out um, I saw they advertised that something from Sunset Overdrive is there oh as well? Which is an Xbox game? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, well I bit. suppose there was um, there was that news item recently. That yeah. yeah, exactly. Had, uh, had, but are they doing some sort of definitive edition of that or something? I think basically um, they've, they're bringing that. To it's PlayStation, probably coming to PlayStation at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I play that. No, again. you know, you're you're totally right. That kind of you what? Sorry, Dan. I definitely play Sunset Overdrive again. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, I've not um, I've not played that in ages. Uh, I remember thinking it was like pretty good that game. I, d- I know some people really like Sunset Overdrive. Oh, I loved Drive. it. I, mean, I loved it. Yeah, it's yeah. their best game. Well, it probably Ooh. was before Spider Man, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, are you well, actually uh, playing that? Uh, Zero. <laughs> I was going to ask you actually, because you know what? It's funny because I sort of thought before we came on, I was like, I wonder what. Do- I don't think I've ever asked you your general stance on sort of platformers, Dan. Because I know you're sort of Mr. RPG. Yeah, I, I, I hate them. He does. <laughs> he, he hates Astro Bot. He hates Mario Odyssey. Honestly, I did hate Mario Odyssey, so yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, okay, wow. I, hate's probably strong. I was just like, this isn't as good as everyone's saying. Oh, okay. I see. So you've not you've not tried, uh, you're not tempted by Ratchet, no? No, I'll, I'll, yeah, Ratchet for sure, I'll play. Um, it's a bit more of a shooter anyway, isn't it? Uh, and it, well, it's this is just visually, yeah. just the things they're doing, like I was saying earlier on, about the rifts and everything looks really next-gen. Mm. I'm in that early next-gen phase where everything's shiny, and I'm like, oh, I've got to yeah. try that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you've actually just touched on the, the, the next point that I was kind of... Uh, this one, this Rift Apart, uh, it is a platformer, but... Is a lot less platforming than yeah. there was once upon a time. It, it's it tends to be a lot of the time a shooter with all the fancy pantsy weapons, uh, just a sort of third person dodging, ducking shooter. Uh, and then there are sort of large segments where you're on rails or, or you've got the hover boots and you're zooming across huge sort of uh, open kind of non-linear spaces and stuff like that. Um, how, how do you kind of feel about that, Matt? I mean, I did you sort did you respond to it quite well? I'm, I'm talking about you know wall running, yeah, with tethers. What's your? I think the the new platforming stuff they added is really good. Like the uh, mm. the the dash that they added, which um, is a really clever feature because it works. It's a perfect like combat thing for a third person shooter. It's a it's a dodge mm. roll, isn't it, for all intents yeah. and purposes? But yeah. it'll also fly you over a, a gap. So. It functions yeah. for platform that way. That works really well. The wall running is really good, actually, because I remember seeing it and being like, ugh, another game like this, because um, Crash 4 <laughs> does that, doesn't it? It does, and I yeah. didn't really enjoy it in Crash 4. It didn't feel no. like a necessary thing, but here, with the speed 
that sort of Ratchet and Clank moves at with its platforming. And when you, especially there's there's some segments where you're jumping from like a grind rail onto those and back again, and it feels really mm. fluid and it looks fantastic as well. It's a it makes platforming a bit of a spectacle. But those sort of like the more sort of slow methodical platforming of maybe the early Ratchet and Clank days mm. is sort of gone. And I did miss it, but it's a weird one. I did miss it. Um but I think I accepted it quite early on. And I think there was still a little bit more of it than I was expect- expecting there to be. Yes. Uh, but when it yeah. came to... Um, I mean, there was a point... I, re- I said about this in my review. There's a funny point early in the game where they uh, they sort of take you through a bit of a tutorial of the platforming. And mm. uh, there's a bit with a nice wall jump section, which anyone played a Ratchet & Clank will know. There's just a section yes. where you have to do a wall jump up. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Classic bit of a Ratchet & Clank thing. Couldn't tell you another time that came up in the rest of the game, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, strange. Yeah, for sure. Like, it might have come up once or twice, but it just, uh, it just wasn't a major mechanic, and they obviously no. didn't cut it out. But it also wasn't ever really used, <laughs> and you do find yourself yeah. mostly in combat. And they've really, I think they've really improved the combat. Like, I'd be more annoyed if they hadn't made the combat better here than in previous games. But with the dodge and the, they've really put a thought into where you're fighting as well. The arenas, yeah. like the manoeuvrability now to the rifts that you can sort of grab onto and teleport to and you get dragged through which is a nice cool visual effect Mm. but it also means that you know if you've got a shotgun your little shotgun thing you can fly through that land next to someone turn around shoot them in the face Mm. grab onto like a tether and swing through so I think they've done really well in making the combat more uh, there's more going on at any one time I think and there's more to think about in that as opposed to what you used to be which is just sort of strafing left and right and jumping out the way of things, which was enjoyable in its own right, but when that was less of a focus, it wasn't so much of a problem. Mm, um, yeah. But I, I yeah. do miss the platforming. You are right. It's a bit it's a bit sparse on it. And the whole the whole game feels a little bit light in my mind. I know you said it went on for quite a while. Um, I was for ready you. for it to... I mean, this, is, this could just be uh, me, but I'm, to be honest with you... I think about 90% of everything is too long. But uh, <laughs> I, I was ready. That My total time was, I think, just shy of... It was like 19 hours and something. Yeah. And I was conscious like of when I was kind of getting to the to the end. Maybe I had one one or two more planets or something. Yeah. I remember thinking, like, I've had, I have had my fill. You know, this is good, and I did enjoy this, but I am, you know... I'm, and, and then... But it's not much. I wouldn't trip to be. You know, it's not like I take a bloody axe to it or anything. It's like <laughs> yeah, I could, I could sand off the back end a little bit. Yeah. And I say that I did do all of the extra stuff as well. So I'm a glutton for it. Clearly, I did do all of the, <laughs> you know, secondary objectives and sort of hunting things out. But no, I, I think you're right. I think you know, for every kind of fan of the series as as it was, Insomniac has done good you know to add other things in if it, if something isn't quite the same as you as you remember it or it doesn't quite you know deliver on on what you used to love the chances are that there will be two or, or three you know brand new things um that that, that are a really fun time the rips, yeah. the rails the ball running what have you the i think of- i think as much as like because i know you say you're not you're not hugely indebted to the series but you are you're quite a big fan of the original trilogy Oh, the original you're, you're, trilogy I, yeah. I very, very much enjoyed. Yeah. And you've got a real attachment to that, and so do I. And I think mm. for the majority of people, they're not as hyper-focused on what Ratchet & Clank is. And I think for a lot of people... Absolutely. A lot, yeah. a lot of people will play this game and be like, well, it's almost exactly the same. And 
for me, I'm looking at every small change and being like, oh, that's a bit different. Oh, that's a bit different. Mm. But I think I think most people will be surprised almost how much the the core sort of formula that's there hasn't changed in like yeah, yeah. nearly 20 years. And it still works <laughs> and it's still really fun. And it's not... I mean, when, when we were getting like a Ratchet and Clank game every other year, which we were at one point, it maybe got a bit tired. But if it, this yeah. keeps up and we get one every five years or so, like I don't think they need to change too much. They just need to make a really good game each time and no, I'd happily come back like as as would I and I think yeah I've had my fill for a little while uh, so yeah if, if, if they sort of they came out with something else in sort of three four years I'd I'd absolutely bloody welcome it if it ain't broke um, don't fix it yeah exactly do more do more of it <laughs> add yeah. a bit of spice maybe here and there but don't go right. mental chill um, out <laughs> yeah just, just <laughs> chillax come just, on guys just keep calm insomnia chill out what are you doing if you're listening yeah. to this chill <laughs> Just calm down, please. Um, <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> and now it's time to hear uh, from producer Dan, because producer Dan, you've been playing Days Gone, uh, which is a, a, a friend of the podcast. We like a bit of Days Gone around here. Um, yeah. A game that I think was <laughs> I think was unfairly maligned. Um, I, I understand some people's criticisms of it, but what, what do you make of it? I mean, uh, you, are you are you having fun? I am genuinely really enjoying it, um, but I, I can <laughs> see from both sides. I can see where everyone's like, "Oh, this is, this is pretty good," but hmm. some of it is just like really bad as well. Like the writing <laughs> and the script is just—it's atrocious. Um, yeah, there are some strange performances. Um, yeah, it seems like at some some points they did. I don't know what direction was being given to Sam Witwer, but like some of his lines, he seems to just sort of shout them. Yeah, in the right. Quiet room. Yeah. And you're like, well, did you mean to record this line for when you were on the motorbike? Because you're just shouting in a quiet room. Uh, I'll tell you what, it reminds me, there was a clip going around uh, recently, and um, I can't think what it was, was, but you can tell it was so edited. Oh, it was uh, the Loki show. Have you seen the, the tweet? From no, Disney. I've not seen oh, that. No, I, oh, no, with the, the spin-off uh, Disney Plus. No, I haven't. Yeah, um, so it's, um, I think it's uh, Woody Harrelson's in it, right? So oh, right, right. They, um, they did a minute clip of him, and at the the intro, it's it, you can tell that they picked out words from various different sentences <laughs> to put together into one <laughs> sentence. That's what Deacon St. John's That is exactly like. what it is. It's like, oh, shit, we need him to say this, but he didn't say it in the booth. But we've got yes. one from here when he was shouting it. So let's just yeah. put that in. No one will notice. It's a 40 hour game. Awesome. It was Owen Wilson. Yes, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, I, I, I did a test on Days Gone, actually. And um, if you are uh, sitting on the motorbike without turning the motorbike on, um, he shouts. So I think they had a binary <laughs> thing where the code in the game goes, okay. if he's sitting on the motorbike, the motorbike is going. Which is funny because sometimes it is. But if you just park up and just sit there, it's quite hilarious because he'll just be <laughs> shouting stuff. So um, they tried the Spider-Man thing, right? The Spider-Man thing, yeah, that's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, that was, that was really... It was Spider- I don't know what so they Sp- did, Spider-Man but Insomniac did it a motion, lot better. Right? When yes. you were in motion yeah. and he shouted... Because obviously he's got to speak above the the wind and everything. Um, yes, they did that, that so was so well. good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Insomniac are great. Let's go back. <laughs> you are right though. Um, it does feel like they tried to do that, but then were just yeah. like they didn't think of every eventuality. They were just like, yes. if he's on the bike, who's going to just be sat on the bike? Like, who's going to park <laughs> up and yeah. not be gunning it? Yeah, mate. Yeah, and, no, you're, also, right, you're right. And I just noticed this thing about it as well that. Yeah. It's really odd that you'll get on the bike and then everyone will phone you in a row. 
and it's like he'll be and it's just weird and it's as, and it's as if right it's as it's if not like GTA they, 4 style yes but weirder because you'll have literally come out of a cutscene with somebody left their encampment got on the bike and they'll be like yeah not seen you in ages yeah yeah and it's like <laughs> what that's odd that, um, that is weird but like from um, a gameplay perspective the game is very fun it's got oh, great yeah. mechanics and you can't really fault it like that like just going it's it's like a uh, a checklist game over the open world mm. um, like a really well done th- there are some checklist games where I, I I'm, I'm sort of less stingy with them because they don't have any pretenses of being anything else like um ghost of Tsushima and days gone both did that really well it was like it's kind of an assassin's creed 2 style template like we're not really pushing the envelope here but what we are doing is giving you the envelope and sort of yeah. shining it up in lovely graphics That's what it. a lovely world as well by the way in days gone that yeah. world is so just to explore rain. it as well, right? Yeah, and there's so mm. many kind of different biomes as well. You got the little cities, and you got like, the kind of the marsh area. Then you got mm. there's loads of caves and stuff. So everything's just like, really yeah. kind of interesting. Um, mm. It's a shame that there's a story in it um, and, and dialogue <laughs> because yeah. I thought people were quite attached to the story because I know people I, are worried not, about the ending, aren't they? Or saying, oh, yeah, not, not the, the ending the, yet. It, and it does it goes on for now that is a game that's too long um, yeah. but some of the some of the later story is, is quite good it, it, I remember it not going where I thought it was going to go at a couple of key points I thought oh okay that's that's quite interesting that map just keeps on going I remember early thinking oh it's all Pacific Northwest vibe Twin Peaksy vibe you know big redwood trees and it's raining but actually yeah it's like Oh, there's a desert as well, and then there's a snowy area, and it just keeps on going down and then left, and it's bloody huge, actually. Yeah, um, maybe too huge, right? May- maybe a bit too huge, yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm very fond of it. I think it's partly because I'm, I'm fond of that studio. I just I love Ben's studio. I've always loved their stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's nice that they were sort of given their own IP. In fact, there is an item on that in the news. Shall I fire up the news gun? Fire um, are you it. Guys, are you fire guys ready to be fired at? Let's right. fire away. Do you remember Podger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Podger and Badger. Podger and Badger. Podger and Badger. Podger and Badger. Hello, Mousy. E3. I've got some stories and I've called it E3 General Rumbling. So it's a sort Ooh. of little rumble dock with some. Little rumbles. Little rumbles, rumbles here and there. Yeah, exactly. So I asked you guys earlier how excited you were. About E3, and it's nice to know that the excitement is in the air. However, I'm gonna I'm gonna rain on your parade uh, with a few key bits because I'm gonna tell you some stuff that you won't be seeing at E3. Oh, uh, oh okay. I know. Thanks for being negative, Nelly. I know. I don't like everyone being too happy. I just need you all to calm down. <laughs> um, if you're looking forward to Suicide Squad, then shut up because Warner Brothers have said you're not gonna see it uh, at E3. Oh. Uh, al- along with. Gotham Knights, so if you're looking forward to seeing that... Oh, eh, eh. oh at uh, least we'll get Hogwarts Legacy, I guess. Uh, oh! Eh, eh. No, Whoa. no Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, I know, it's terrible. And and something else... Uh, oh, no, that's the subtitle. I was about to say, and something else called KTJL, but I just, re- I just realised that's the Killed the Justice subtitle. League. <laughs> yeah, so, so there's that. Um, you guys looking forward... Well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of allowing myself to, 
to warm up to the idea of Suicide Squad. That when that trailer dropped, I was like, um, "Well, no, I mean, it's, it's been so long since Rocksteady did something." Exactly, exactly, and that and that's what brings me. That's around. enough, like, isn't it? Like it is that studio. I'll play anything that studio does, and and also it's Metropolis as well. So it's it looks. It, I will. There will be some nerdy stuff that grabs me about that game for sure. It's just. I really didn't like that Suicide Squad movie, and I feel for them because it was in development before that movie actually came out. Yeah. Anyway, are you guys excited about Dead Island 2, Time Splitters, Saints Row, or Metro? All of them. I would love to see them all at E3 this year. It'd be your best E3, do you reckon? If 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 at least one of them's at E3, I'll be happy, but otherwise devastated. (laughs) Yeah, just one. That's all we want. All you need is one. We ain't getting shit because no. none of them are turning up. Deep Silver says no, no, no. To be honest, the time splitters one's not surprising, is it? No, considering. They, I mean, it literally it was like last week, and they went, "Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it." Yeah, so, we just started the studio. <laughs> we'll see you in like five years. I'll tell you what is mate, though. Like, Dead Island is surprising. Oh, that yeah. No, is that, it that? That, that actually <laughs> that is. game's it's never coming out. We saw it right. The it's never coming out. Uh, Maybe it, it's with, it's with uh, Dan Buster who. Um, who actually were were the studio that the people that made Time Splitters became? Free Dan Radical. Buster. Oh, it is, isn't it? It's old yeah, Free Radical. Kind of it, yeah, it rose. It was Free Radical, and then it was Crytek UK, and now yeah. it's Dan Buster. But uh, they're obviously reforming Free Radical with uh, with Steve Ellis and David Doak. But not um, not so a different Free Radical, right? Because. Well, it's the key. So it's David Doak and Steve guys. Ellis were the original founders. Yeah. Whether or not, I, I remember. Um, I think I said this last week on the pod, so I apologize if I'm repeating myself. But I remember when I spoke to David Doak, he said that there were key members of that sort of free radical nucleus that made the old time splitters that sort of scattered outwards into the industry. And he, and he was saying, oh, there's, there's kind of like there's free radicals that at Riot Games, there's free radicals that work at Valve now. There's like a few of them at EA. So I don't know. I know they've got those two founding members. I don't know if those people are going to go headhunting. I mean, yeah, maybe they will. Maybe they'll, tr- they'll try and... They'll try and twist them back. It's going to be like what, what Platonic did. Like, over time, mm. they slowly just acquired more and more PX-Rare employees. Like, yeah. I reckon it'll be the same <laughs> with this. Yeah, but then Ukulele wasn't that good, so... No, but the Impossible Lair <laughs> was genuinely very good. Oh, it's funny you say that. I just bought the uh, Impossible Lair for yeah. six quid in a Switch sale. Because Rich said... That whilst ukulele was rubbish, a possible air was just like really good. Yeah, really decent. Like just just a level below like the the really good Donkey Kong Country games. Yes, like, uh, yeah. It's not quite tropical freeze, but it's just just a level below that. Mm, Still a platformer. But it's a platformer, <laughs> so Dan is not interested. So rubbish. none of you, you won't be getting any of that. Well, uh, what you will be getting. Uh, is uh, or 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 I'll caveat that by saying it's rumored, um, but a Borderlands Tiny Tina spin-off. Um, I don't know if that excites uh, people. No. Presumably, I, I don't. That's pretty yeah. much been confirmed now, right? Yeah, it's almost confirmed. confirmed. Uh, it, it, it has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and apparently it's called it, or its name, whether or not that's subject to change, is Wonderlands yeah. instead of Borderlands. So. Um, so that so there's that, and there's also a um, an XCOM-ish style game, but in the Marvel world, rumoured to be revealed. At E3. I'm bloody excited about that. That sounds great. Like mm, Fire- does, I, I love what Firaxis do with the XCOM games. Like they revive mm. that in such a cool way. Oh, Firaxis um, as well, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's oh, them yeah. doing it. So it's basically going to be XCOM 
but with Marvel Heroes, so probably more accessible. I'm assuming they don't want it to be as rock hard as XCOM is. Yeah, I wouldn't and, imagine so. And it might look a little bit like Ultimate Alliance, ex- except if you can imagine that on a grid. Yeah, between on a grid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I think um, that'll be good. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, this was um, it was con- it was confirmed. Uh, by Jason Schreier, Bloomberg journalist Jason Schreier on Twitter. Um, the list of games is said to be, quote, several weeks old. It was um, posted to Reddit, and as you guys say then, at least the Borderlands one, more or less confirmed. Yeah. It, it's described as fan favourite Tiny Tina. I think she showed up in Borderlands 3, and after about 10 seconds, I'd had enough of her. But um, I think she's... a uh, People so, yeah. do like her, because she had that whole like uh, Dungeons & Dragons expansion for to Borderlands 2, didn't she? That's there was that whole right. thing yeah. that people liked. And the, the teaser for this website as well is like um, mm. Chaotic Great, which is obviously a play on Chaotic oh, Good. of course. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. everything yeah. seems to be lining up for that. So if you're if if there are Tiny Tina fans in the, you know, if we've got any Tiny Tina listeners, then, you know, keep your eyes on E3. It's looking exciting. If you're excited for Rainbow Six Quarantine. You may remain excited. However, it's changed its name to Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh, so and boring, I imagine, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> it's sort of like we had a quarantine, but then because of COVID. Yeah, we're, they, we're they said as much. They said that they, they wanted to get rid of the sort of the negative connotation around quarantine. But mm. they, had, they had another in in development name which was Rainbow Six Parasite which I think sounds way more fun mm, Rainbow Six the- Extraction's the most generic name ever it really bugged me <laughs> when I found out about this Extraction how boring but, but Parasite could be the same with kind of quarantine right just they might be trying to lean away from yeah, the just sort of the, the lean away from health generally yeah, yeah, yeah I guess like, we've had a bit of a tough 18 months let's just that go feels like they're, that feels like they're preempting a parasite going around the world in like a year though doesn't it they're like let's yeah. just in case like just our <laughs> luck everyone will get a well, parasite we got, um, Ubisoft forward is looming uh, and uh, as previously promised the first gameplay uh, of, of, of Rainbow Six Extraction uh, will be shown that's on June 12th 8 PM UK time. Uh, that's this Saturday. It's just going to um, be a disappointment, though, isn't it? Because there's going to be no Splinter Cell, and everyone's just going to be really depressed again. Oh, I'm glad that you brought up Splinter Cell, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wants a new Splinter Cell? Answer: Loads of people. Everyone. Um, as long as it's multiplayer, yeah. As, as long as it's multiplayer, yeah. You see, this is the thing. Because Rich was, we were joking about this a while ago. It seems like they are trolling people. It really does, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Splinter Cell, uh, it's an anime Netflix series. Oh. Uh, it's Splinter Cell, uh, he's a playable character in Fortnite. You know, every time, always shows up in Ghost Recon Wildlands yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, so this is this is this has been leaked. So, you know, we'll caveat this with, with the usual caveats. Twitter user Zero Bytes published a series of images showing off something called, uh, code-named, I should say, Battle Cat, uh, which is Ubisoft's new, um, it's sort of quite bold, actually, Splinter Cell, Division, and Ghost Recon, first-person shooter, are sort of rift apart of Ubisoft grizzled shooters, um, which is which is kind of interesting. Yeah. It seemed to be an internal marketing document. Um the pro- the project apparently currently in the early stages of development um, and was never going to feature at Ubisoft Forward, um, but yeah, uh, VGC asked uh, 
spoke to someone at Ubisoft and asked for comment. Um, and, and apparently, Battlecat combines the those those three games: the Division, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, and Splinter Cell, uh, into a single Tom Clancy multiplayer t- uh, title. And the leaked images show Splinter Cell's echelon. Uh, as playable characters, as well as Breakpoint's Wolves and the Division's Cleaners and Outcast thoughts. This is just odd that they have Splinter Cell in a in a shooter for one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. Splinter Cell—it's not even relevant anymore. So no, got, I don't if know what anyone that started gaming in the last five or six years—they've still not played mm. a new Splinter Cell game. So, no. what is the point in having Splinter Cell in there? Yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna it. play it, and they're not gonna. It, it as you say, it's weird because the, the whole point of Sam Fisher's existence is that he doesn't go in guns blazing. You, you you'll never see him. You yeah, know? It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's just it's awkward to me. And I, I mean, I think at the end of the day, Ubisoft knows that the most it ever seems to sell is about three million copies. I think that's the record for any Splinter Cell. It doesn't set the world alight. It yeah. does make them it does make them profit, however, but I'm sure that the high ups at Ubisoft will say, yes, but it doesn't make us enough profit. It doesn't yeah. make us compound profit and it doesn't make us ongoing profit. Ergo we're not going to invest in it. And that is that is sad. It um, is sad. It's weird to me as well that they keep throwing him in. Because I've seen that other people speculate that it might be that they're trying to build up Splinter Cell before releasing a new game, mm. but in these games, is he iconic enough that someone's going to be like, "Oh, I recognise that guy from the gate, the multiplayer game I'm playing." Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not like when you throw like bloody someone big in Smash Brothers and they look mental compared to everyone else, and you're like, "Oh, and this is also <laughs> yeah. the game they're in." What yeah, he turns up true. in Smash Brothers yet? Choking Mario out. Yeah. Into- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but it's it's an interesting one. I I I, I and it's one of those ones where I feel. I'll, I'll of course I'll play it. I'll play you know I'll play anything that, that I can get my hands on. But I, it does sort of make me go, oh yeah, know, it's a, just a, 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 just sort of. I'd love a new Splinter Cell. But um, I'm fair. But if, they've been working on Splinter Cell for years, right? Like, are they just cancelling it because they set up teams? I'm not they convinced. Set up, yeah, they, they set up I a new know. studio to work on Splinter Cell games. Like, and that was, God, that must have been five or six years ago. So they must have at least attempted it and then just not created anything or made anything yeah. good enough. So Maybe that'll would, be their one very... last thing at the end of the forward, whatever. Yeah, maybe little... so. But every year we say this, don't we? Oh, wouldn't yeah, it be amazing every if that single one last year, thing yeah. was Splinter Cell? Like, mm. I've been in this industry for, what, 15 years? And I reckon for mm. the last eight years we've been saying the exact same thing. Mm. Like, oh yeah, wouldn't yeah. it be great if they ended with a Splinter Cell? Yeah, <laughs> just forget uh, it. We were all. I remember it was on our predictions thing for the um, either for the Xbox One or for the for this for one of the conferences like, two years ago, I think. But yeah, Blacklist was the last one, 2013. 2013. Um, oh, eight years. Um, oh, pretty much that was right on the money. Pretty much spot on. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is sad. Uh, however. Well, no, actually, no, this news is also sad. <laughs> okay. um, if you're a fan of Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, and you want to see that game remade, it's happening, which is great news, but we already knew that. However, it's now targeting a 2022 release. Josh, so that's, have you got that's, any good news? Uh, I do have some good news, in fact. I have some good section. news it's that like, I think will depressing. chime... Yeah, yeah, right. i tell you what, right? How's about this, then? <clears throat> this is one of those lovely ones that happened just after we stopped recording last week's pod. Uh, Days Gone Bend Studio confirmed 
to be working on a new open world IP. So that's yes. a bit of good news because we basically knew that that was happening, but they didn't officially confirm it. So the, they confirmed that it's working on a brand new IP. Uh, for its new project in a statement they released to Twitter saying, quote, we are beyond grateful for your support with Days Gone and are truly honoured by the amount of passion our community has shared with us for our world and our characters. Your enthusiasm motivates us to continue to improve and create experiences that will last a lifetime. From Siphon Filter to Resistance to Uncharted Golden Abyss and Days Gone, we're excited to announce today that we are expanding Ben Studios' portfolio with a brand new IP and we hope you embark on this journey with us. Can't wait to show you what we've been working on. Will that be at E3, maybe? I no. don't know. No, I don't think so. Because mm. wasn't there... how long they've been working on it. Yeah, wasn't there Apparently a Apparently quite for, a while. I thought there was a pitch for Days Gone 2, which was uh, there then... There was a pitch for Days Gone 2 in 2019, which was Was rejected. that in 2019? Okay. Yes, yeah, that was then rejected. And then Bend was put to work on an Uncharted project, which, as far as we know, is still happening, though not with Bend. Uh, because they they were originally set to work on an uncharted project and then some high ups at naughty dog came over and apparently if the, if these reports I'll caveat it by saying you know it came from a, a report I think from from Bloomberg um, that gradually Naughty Dog took over more and more of the project um, and so the people the, the sort of high ups at Bend then said you know what let's <laughs> we, we, we can do something else we can do our own thing do you know what? they then left you and fucking were doing do it you do know what? get <laughs> out and walk we don't we don't we don't want it so you know but, so who knows get out my garden. You're, you're probably right we probably won't but I, I wouldn't say i wouldn't say never you never know maybe maybe we'll get a sort of uh, a little a little end announcement just like we might with splinter cell <laughs> no maybe don't, don't get anyone's hopes up there's no point no uh, yeah, everyone. You brought, you stay, brought Dan down, Josh. Of all the stay negative miserable. news, <laughs> stay miserable. It's a safe way to be. I was um, having a great week until this segment. <laughs> it's just been here's everything you know. Everything you love. It's not going to be. I tell you E3. what. I've got a good. I've got a good announcement for you about Balan Wonderworld. If you want, it. <laughs> no, that might, that no, might cheer no, you up. This, this is it. We're just going further into the rabbit hole. This is it. <laughs> We're in so the end this times. Is, uh, this is Balan Wonderworld and Sonic co-creator Yuji Naka appears to have departed Square Enix. Uh, this is this is it was noted by uh, GamesIndustry.biz. He apparently updated his personal LinkedIn and Facebook profiles to imply that his time as senior manager came to an end uh, at the end of April. No reasons have been given, but it's believed by many to be somewhat related to the poor critical and commercial reception of Balan Wonderworld. No yeah. shit. Uh, it's because he fucked it, yeah. isn't it? He fucked it. <laughs> It's uh, no, no, not not exactly surprising. Um, I have to I have to say that the game was, was atrocious. Good. We're gonna yeah, yeah. we're gonna Real keep one. It was not a great video game by any stretch. But you know maybe I don't know maybe he'll have a something of his own to do in a little a little independent and actually a little independent thing something that doesn't have a big old budget it could sort of sharpen him up because he's clearly a talented creator. It'd be nice if he had a little small studio and came out with something a bit more intimate maybe. Yeah um, maybe I don't know but uh, I couldn't work out where all the money had gone with Balan. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that that felt like a small independent game almost, didn't it? Like you're playing it, you're like, where, where's all the was it all the, the marketing character artists? Like there was what a hundred characters, each one ten grand a piece. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, there you go. I'm in the wrong business. I should just get <laughs> creating characters. Just on the go side. and be a character artist for Balan Wonderworld. Exactly too. right. right. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for two hundred. Which who knows? It might might be announced at the end of one of these E3 conferences. You never know. Now you just we're getting even more down the depression. Yeah, that's that's hold. as negative as you can get. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, great news. There All might right, be a right. Balan Wonderland too, but there might be. 
<laughs> I got I got I got something I got something really good to end on. Actually, it's really bizarre. Actually, no, do you know what? I've got I've got no, I think this will make people smile. I I I don't understand how this is going to happen, but it's happening and it's and it's real. Uh Alfred Hitchcock Vertigo is an adventure inspired by classic Hitchcock movies and it's coming out later this year. Now, People often say, you know, such and such a film is is, or or they'll, or they'll say, oh, that book is unfilmable, or, or oh, that that film is impossible to make into a video game. Someone will find a way, and evidently someone has. Um, it's apparently it's so it's been published by Microids, and it's a narrative-focused adventure game inspired by the classic '58 movie, due to release on PC and consoles later this year. Despite the title, however, the plot isn't just a lift of the original it features a, a, an original story seeing uh, seeing you play as a new character who's recovering from a car crash and finds himself suffering from vertigo um so and it and it's by pendulo studios who made a black sad under the skin uh, for, for anyone that played that this has to be one of the more bizarre gaming announcements yeah. i think i've heard I don't know what to Maybe. think about it at all. If I'm completely honest with you, like, yeah. I mean, what's notable is that there's no apostrophe s on the end of Alfred Hitchcock, so it's almost like an effort to distance. It's like it's not Alfred Hitchcock's vertigo. <laughs> no, yeah. It's Alfred Hitchcock vertigo. vertigo. <laughs> it's almost like they just they give you the name of the guy that did the movie just so you remember. But the, I mean, I'm kind of fascinated. Like, I want to play it just to see what they do. But at the same time, I think. You can't have a big audience behind that. Who's a big, a big old fan of, of Jimmy Stewart, or, or just a, you know? And they're going, oh yeah, the one thing we need is to be able to play, a, you know, a narrative-focused point-and-click adventure game based on this, based on this world. Yeah, like, surely. It's funny. That- it's funny that you say that. You know, there's there's some books that are unfilmable, or there's you know films that can't be turned into games, and that doesn't mean that they can't be done badly. It's, it's that's true. That is so, true. Yeah. There's always a chance for this is just fine or yeah I, th- I feel like it's in my head if i was in charge of this i would have just called it vertigo i think they're saying almost like a bit <laughs> you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself by whacking the name alfred hitchcock right in front of it mm. do you know what i mean like and also if you just call it vertigo people might just pick up on it like regardless whether they're interested or not whereas this almost i'm not a big uh cinephile and i saw that and i sort of almost ignored it i was like oh okay this is saying mm. that i won't be interested in then i don't know why like yeah it's it's either they they make a thing that might appeal to lots of people but then the but then the people might not realize it's from an old movie and that might be a good thing and then at the same time it's like yeah but we want to call it that so people know it's from the movie and then you might alienate another group of people either way very bizarre i'm kind of fascinated with it i'm gonna watch it through a telescope from a distance to see what happens um and maybe play it anyway are you guys ready to step up to the gauntlet and square off uh, and beat each other to death uh, for the sake of supremacy on the quiz? Of course. Yeah, Every sure, damn not? week. Why not? <laughs> okay, alright, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like draws. Quiz time. 
clue number one. You know, oh you know the rules. I was about to do the rules, but we do the rules in the jingle. Dan knows the rules. Matt knows the rules. We've got some consummate pros. I will, I say Dan knows the rules, but I will repeat them just in case. You've got to say rules. stop. You know the rules. You know the rules. Got to have the game as well. You can't just say the place. You got to have the game. That often trips Rich up. Anyway, clue number one. First appearance in a video game, two thousand and fourteen. Hmm. <laughs> clue number two. I was established sometime before five hundred BC, and I have been ruled by the British before I was taken over by a king. Okay. Okay. Clue number three. You can stay for a long time if you want, uh, but you can also leave after ten minutes. Oh, okay. Clue number five. There are lots of things to do, including... Actually, no. I'm going to switch that. Keep you guessing. Clue number four. I have lots of wildlife to see including elephants and yetis. Oh. Interesting. Mm. Clue number five. There are lots of things to do, including mountain climbing and hang gliding. Stop. Matt Lorigan. If I pronounce it wrong, is that okay? No, that's it. You fail. That's it. <laughs> if you pronounce it wrong, you're fired. Don't come into work tomorrow at all. Uh, yeah, you can try. You can try and. Uh, uh, if I, <clears throat> I don't. I almost don't want to do this. Okay, fine. Is it Curate from Far Cry Four? Yes. And this week's winner is okay. Matt Lorigan. Yes, well done. So I think that's right. It's either Curate or Kyrat or something. Yeah. I, I think know. it's yeah. the second one. Yeah, yeah, I had that after a while, but my my issue is that I'm just awful with names. So I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of it. I was just no idea. But yes, and that. there was another clue that I didn't even get to read. Uh, much like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, you can follow the Golden Path, which is a reference to the Oh, nice. That would have been a good one. You can yeah. line yourself in. But yeah, 2014, established in 500 BC, ruled by the East India Company in the 19th century, taken over by a king, Pagan Min. Um... You can stay for a long time, though you can also leave after 10 minutes, which I thought was a really cool touch in Far Cry 4. With if the you, crab cakes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if you just wait at the beginning, you can just hit the credits if you just don't do anything. Oh, see, I had no idea what that clue was. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's also yetis in the game. To, to speak to, uh, to my next clue, the elephants were the big deal, but I think in the first piece of DLC, or oh. right at the end of the main game, you actually see a yeti, and then the credits happen. And they did that thing where you actually have to get the DLCs to... to get the ending of that game but in one of the dlcs it's like rampage of the bloody yetis oh you're right there is isn't there Mm, mm. you're unlucky dan that's the only far cry game i've played any other ones i'd have been absolutely ruined (laughs) yeah i got it at that clue but like i said i was trying to think of the name and i was Mm. i I had no idea and even when you said it i was like is it called that uh yeah i knew you got the right game yeah yeah good stuff good stuff that was i think the last far cry i didn't play far cry 5 Five was good. I Primal. Yeah, I played Primal. That came after four, didn't it? Yeah, I yeah, think it Primal did. was the was the was the last one. I I didn't play five, and then I didn't play New Dawn. New Dawn, which was like a sort of standalone Lost yeah. Legacy style yeah. thing for five. Very neon, play, wasn't it? Five. 
Five's a good do you game. Like, do you like... Is it good? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, nothing really appeals to me about Five, though. I've got to say. Five was... Mm, they that, copped out a little bit with Five um, when it was super political and they were like, nah, this isn't political. Um, and it's <laughs> oh, like... Yeah, right, that, right. They but, kind of just stepped away from the issue um, of Trump land. Um, they just right, did that yeah. again, didn't they, as well, with Far Cry 6. They had to release a statement being like, no, actually, it is political. <laughs> yeah, because After they saying did, it wasn't again. Th- this is it. They did the exact same last time, but didn't U-turn. So this time they have actually U-turned. <laughs> but I feel like it, it didn't make any difference with the last game. They, led in, no. they leaned into it with the marketing, but the actual game itself just didn't lean into it at all. It was just I like... I think that, yeah, they're, they're quite happy to lead... Like, I think for them or it seems to me that sort of any kind of controversy is just good for them because it just gets people talking about if they, if they wind people up it's it's still good for ubisoft yeah. they're probably happy to it's not hurting their sales is rub, it rub some no. people the wrong way it just gets people talking about it on social media all of a sudden it's trending and you know the worst thing but, you can uh, do uh, is hey, sit hey. on the fence and that's mm. what they did last time yeah right it's about that time that we hear from the listeners got some good stuff in um so have a jingle I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. Questions, theories, comments and queries. You send them in and we'll talk about them for a little bit. And also, you know, quandaries. Quandaries, yeah, I was going to say. As well. The new edition. Uh, this one from Flashy. What are some good contemporary FMV games? Ooh. Ooh. I would um, I would add uh, contemporary FMB. Uh, it's the same game again. To be honest, just play her story. I was going to say telling lies. Oh yeah, oh, her don't story play telling lies. No, you see, I didn't really. There were bits in telling lies that were quite good, but the trouble with telling lies, in my opinion, was that the story was rubbish. Oh, and you had but to cut through so much bullshit as well. You did, yeah. But her story is just a sort of focused and 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 for me, a, you know, a kind of better executed version of the same idea um also it's a sort of sam barlow's um, what, template oh, what, what's it there's the the erica one erica erica which was, yeah uh, yeah with um uh, holly earl who was in skins i think that that was a i can't i didn't play erica was that like a ps4 thing it was a yeah, ps4 was, thing yeah. yeah it's um, it like quite late in the day no was. i missed that one it yeah, came it to ps plus i think didn't it so i think it did oh, yeah. yes Yes, uh, I might have I claimed play it. That. A lot of people really liked that one, actually. And um, they did. It got a real sort of yeah. positive little updraft of people going, do you know what, actually, that was just really good. Wales Interactive yeah. love, a, oh, love the, a FMV, yeah, don't right. they? Like, yeah. um, but I'm not a huge... I mean, what I, I reviewed the complex when I, when I first oh. started. Oh, mate, yes. they're throwaway, though, right? They're the kind of... The, it wasn't very good, B-movies. no. Like, but if well, you go into them... <laughs> if you go into them as kind of trash B-movies... Yeah, to an ex- to an extent, but even then, I was a bit like it was better when I was watching with Rhiannon. That was more fun, like watching yeah. as a, like a group and making decisions together and stuff. But they're not great. Although someone someone gave it that a nine out of ten, and I was like, that's mad. Like, what they, did they? Um, are they the ones that did the bunker? Yes, yes, yes they did the bunker exactly. as well. Yeah, because that that was also. But that's another FMV that's supposed to be quite good. Yeah, the bunker that's got its fans. I mean, it's yeah, not, there, it's not there very aren't uh, many around either. But Wales Interactive seem to be the guys. Yeah, they they enjoy it, don't they? They seem to Actually, like making those. Um, um, the, and they did Made of Scare as well, didn't they? Wales Interactive. Yes, not yeah. an FMV that one, but not uh, an FMV, but it was no. quite good though. But Wales Interactive, Interactive Resident Evil. Like, yes. Whereas I think 
made of scare was actually developed by somebody else, wasn't it? Possibly, yeah. I'm oh, not sure. I see. I see. Po- yeah. Okay, Don't quote me on that, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, it's no, not. But it, was, um, it was good. What? Which on, one? Sorry. Made of scare. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had I had like a soft spot for Made of scare. I sort of. I mean, it it, it had big problems, and yeah, it, it's not an FMV, but it is worth playing. There's that other thing, the night shift. If you guys remember that, yeah, which is like gangsters and that, right? Wait, that was yeah. Wales Interactive as well, wasn't it? That was, I was think. Was it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, um, I, feel, I feel like it was. In my head, they're all Wales sure Interactive. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, they've just got a monopoly on it. Yeah. Fun fact, um, Jamin, who used to work for Video Gamer, um, mm. he made his uh, an FMV game called Headspun. Oh, so, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Headspun. Oh, I know oh, which one you're wow. talking about. So, yeah. n- nice little yeah. kind of Video Gamer tie in there. To that the is FMV. actually nice. Is it, J- is it Jamin Warren? No, who's Jamin the- Smith. Jamin. Smith. Who's Jamin, it's Jamin. Warren? As in Benjamin, but everyone called him Jamin. Ah, okay. Uh, oh, I think Jamin Warren is the guy. That, do you guys remember that website, Kill Screen? Yeah, oh God, I yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. I think he was the editor in chief of that, like a PBS guy. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, well, it's um, worth yeah. It's we've, worth we've bringing just... up um, Bandersnatch as well, and oh yeah, I guess that's, so. Those Netflix like choose your own adventures are essentially FMVs, aren't they? So you like things like Bandersnatch and what's the fucking Mad Bear Grylls one? Where you what? had to tell him to eat an egg. Do you know about this? No. <laughs> There's a Bear Grylls one, and he's like on an island, and he's like, he's walking around, and he's like, I've got this thing, and I've got like a river here that I could drink from, or I've got this thing, egg that I can eat. <laughs> and he'll be like, which one do you just choose? And you have to pick it to make him survive. And if it's the wrong one, he'll like eat the egg and then like vomit or something. Oh, that's, no way. That's mad. That is mad. I kind of want to play that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I saw, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix somewhere. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to get a hold of that. But we have just named pretty much every F of it. Whether or not they're any good, yeah. Flash, I don't know. But we, we have named all of them for you. The most interesting sounding, I guess, is, is her story. Just because it, it did still put play very much at the forefront. Yeah. It, like, it was an FMV, but there, but there was also a lot of sort of investigative stuff that you have to, you know, that you had to do. It wasn't it wasn't all watching sort of thing. No. Um, but yes, good luck in your FMV adventures. This from Joseph Murphy. Uh, my missus overheard me singing I Love Horses Best of All the Animals <laughs> and now thinks I've gone mad, so thanks, Josh. Uh, you're very welcome, Joseph Murphy. Also, thoughts on Tim Tams. My brother lives in New Zealand and sends us some every Christmas. They are the biscuits of the gods. Um, I I have not had a Tim Tam, but they look a lot to me like the underrated Cadbury's uh, snack bar, which I don't know if you guys have had. No. No, I've not had those. I've not it's had a Tim like Tam a, either. A yellow and uh, like purple wrapper. It's just called snack. You don't find them. They're kind of obscure. Like you won't. They're not everywhere. If you're lucky like me, you've got um. You find them in like little odd off licenses here and there. Oh, okay. Really good. Super simple. Just just biscuits, but like just contained in a thing of chocolate. But just fantastic. Oh. The, the texture on them's outrageous. Yeah, I remember them. In fact, actually, isn't it? It's shortcake and chocolate. I don't know if it's shortcake. Oh, you might be. Is it? Oh, wait. It's a little sort of shortbready thing, completely surrounded by chocolate. That's it. And there's like so many sticks in a pack, right? Uh, Yeah, you get them in like little packlets of like two each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do know those. I I just didn't know that's what they were called. To be honest, what they are 
is a uh, they've got they've got a load of them. And yeah, you're right. This is this is according to Sainsbury's the multi pack for Cadbury snack shortcake uh, wrapped in 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 chocolate with apparently. Different little variants. There's a peanut variant. So, oh, you know, I see. Shout out to, I shout out to snack bars. I Report like back you, on that you, next week. You're breaking the original formula doing that. Do you know what I mean? Mm, <laughs> this is true. It's like this is true. all the Kit Kat variants aren't as good as the original Kit Kat. Mm. Oh, I mean, I don't all know about that. Well, well come on, the, name me one. The Kit Kat Chunky Peanut. Butter. No, you're wrong. The original <laughs> is better. So, you're wrong and you're fired. So. <laughs> no, that was, an, that was like an objective, you're wrong. Not subjective, <laughs> like objective. Apparently fans are outraged because uh, this is an article from 2017. Uh, Snack reduced its total number of shortcakes from six to four yeah. while keeping the price the same and fans um, are not happy. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Very controversial. Everyone's getting screwed over this generation, aren't they? Yeah, like, Fredo's, you know I mean? like Fredo's, snack, Toblerone, <laughs> like, everything's smaller. Yeah, yeah. You're paying more for it. Like absolute yeah. bollocks. The world's yeah. such a yeah. shit place. And shit after on. all that, we're not even getting a, a Balan Wonderworld too. So I know, but, no, but, we know, are. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Because we'll keep keep our eyes on E3 for the end of the conferences, and you never know. But yeah, Rich mentioned his uh, Rich. If you're listening to this, and you quite possibly are. Um, I will call on you next week because I know that Rich had a stance on the Tim Tam. Actually, looking at Tim Tams, they look a bit like penguins as people, well. People rave about them. Apparently, they're just mm. they're better than all the variants of them over here and stuff. It's two malted biscuits separated by a light chocolate cream filling and coated in a thin layer of textured chocolate. Nice. So, Very nice. I mean, it sounds filthy, and I'm all for it. Uh, to be fair, this one from, it, doesn't oh, sound, it doesn't sound that nice, I'll be honest. It's weird, though, because some things just don't sound like they would be brilliant. Like, if you just said, if someone said, oh, what's a Twix? And I just went, well, it's biscuit, and then there's caramel on it, and then there's some chocolate on it. It's a bit like, oh, aren't there, like, ten of them? Yeah. There's nothing like a Twix. It's all in the mix. It's all in the mix. (laughs) (laughs) Are you left Twix or right Twix, though, Josh? That's the important question. True, true, true. Uh, This one from David, and I can't remember. I feel like this was a two-part thing. Uh, and I and I might have read out the second part last week, but I'm going to read out the first part because it's a good question. What game do you think deserved a sequel? Uh, but when that sequel came out, they completely missed the mark. Mine would be Red Faction Guerrilla because Red Faction Armageddon was so bad and totally misunderstood what made Guerrilla great. Oh, that's a really interesting question that I wish I'd pre- mm. prepared for now. <laughs> yeah, go on. What, what was the question again? I... Uh, which so basically what game like did definitely deserve a sequel but when the sequel came out the sequel just missed the mark and and the example that David gives is uh, for Red Faction Guerrilla because the sequel Red Faction Armageddon was bad according to David and totally misunderstood what made Guerrilla great okay well Mass Effect Andromeda (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So yeah, it was it was the example one. that I was just about to float. So I'm glad that you got there. Yeah, that would surely be. Uh, although, would you say that that sort of missed the point of why the other Mass Effects were oh that, good? But that's what I mean, though. It, that's why it missed the the point completely. The, it, right, it, I see. It took okay. the game. And it's like, oh yeah, Mass Effects all about combat and stuff, and it's like, no, Mass Effect is all about building your own squad and mm. going on adventures. Um, whereas Mass Effect Andromeda was like, here's your here's your team, right? Just go and do your stuff. It was like, what? These, uh, yeah. You never felt like they were your squad in Andromeda. 
Like you'd actually sort of crafted. Yeah, them exactly. Sort of, Whereas yeah, in Mass Effect One, you you start with a bit of a small squad and then you build build it out, and then in Mass Effect Two, mm. you build this massive squad, and then Three is just kind of mopping up the trilogy. But yeah, mm. with Andromeda, it's just like here's your new squad, and it's like yeah, I don't really feel like invested in these characters. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that's a good shout. What, what about you, Matt? Have you got any sort of uh, I think, sequels that kind of fucked it? Didn't understand why the yeah, original was I mean, great. Dead Space Three is the big one, isn't it? Oh, and obvious, sort yeah, of a yeah, lesser, yeah. a lesser extent, Dead Space Two almost. Mm. I know a lot of people. I would agree with that. I think a lot of people wouldn't agree with that. I would though. Yeah, uh, I think Dead Space Two, whilst a good game, it I think it did miss I, out on something. I still think the first one's the best. Yeah, the best so game. I, so and while Dead Space Two is still good, yeah. But a lot of yeah. people love Dead Space Two, but I think it I think it set it down the wrong path, didn't it? And it sort exactly, of it, right. it was inevitably gonna lead to Dead Space Three rather than sort of a, a more horror focused experience. Yeah. Um mm. I love the first Dead Space as well, so it's, that's always gutting. Um I'm did sure you, there's others. I think you argue l- Mirror's Edge Catalyst as well. Yeah. I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I yeah. I, I, I did play Catalyst on actually on your recommendation, Dan, and I and and you were right. I, I didn't hate it. It's not a bad game. It's just it's not just, as good as the original. It, it's not as good and it doesn't help that I played they're both um I, I think they're both on Game Pass yeah, they part are. of the yeah, EA yeah, play. Yeah. And that was how I played them, which is uh if you're after some Mirror's Edge action, get yourself on there because it's great just having them there. Um it, although actually I bought Catalyst, so perhaps at that time it was only the original Mirror's Edge that was on there. Either way, um, it just missed. It, it totally missed the point for me. It's like and 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 Catalyst. It was like why why is this an open world and why are there sub objectives? Yeah. Like this isn't what the original was good for. Like you, and why is there so much combat? You know, yeah. Yeah. I think that's maybe the most potent example I can think of. Yeah, I think there's quite a few that's things different. where games that weren't open world that went open world as well. I can't think of mm. a specific one off the top of my head, but I think there's a lot of things like that where it's just, it loses a bit of direction and you're like, oh, I agree. Okay, like, yeah. was this necessary? In fact, actually, I think a lot of people would argue, well, the difference is, is that Jack 2 was so widely celebrated, but you could argue that like around, yeah. well, anything after Grand Theft Auto 3, I remember like seeing Jack 2 and thinking, oh my God, this is amazing. But when I replayed all those games a couple of years ago, I remember thinking, oh, like there is, there is actually something to Jack One though. Like I still really just love the structure of that game, as opposed to just it's an open world now. Go and do some missions, you know. What about Splinter Cell Conviction? That is absolutely and and Hitman Absolution. Yes, which absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because I always see Conviction and Absolution as like kind of the same thing. It's like it's kind of action now. We've got a lot of nutty mark and execute stuff yeah. and it's kind of not what 47 is or is about. And we were talking, I think we talked about this recently, like they kind of screwed with the disguises on Absolution. They sort of made it so you have a bar that runs out and you have to like lift your collar up to people as, as you yeah, buy them. It, and right? It's just a bit like, what is this? And there were like hardly any sandboxes in Absolution as well. It was all just... No, but... Lit. The, the, the few sandboxes that they did have, there were some really good Ch- ones yeah. in there. Like Ch- Chinatown, Chinatown was, was amazing. Fantastic, yeah. yeah, that was really good, and that actually stuck in my mind as like, holy shit! Like this is what this can. Be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. That was, was absolutely. <laughs> um, right, this last one because we are again. Apologies to people if you didn't get your questions read out. Uh, I, I shall read it out next week. I'm getting through the pile. This one from Miles Hamer. Uh, he begins. Hey sausages. 
Uh, how Love do that. gents? Yeah, it's good stuff. Just listening to your lovely pod as usual. And then he says, by usual, I mean weekly. I don't listen every day or anything. That would be weird. And then he says, though I have started uh, saying nutty a lot, which is, uh, which is what Josh says. Uh, I even say sometimes, she's bloody loving it. Like I'm a pod <laughs> parrot. And then he says, my kids are mystified. And they're asking, why is everything nutty, dad? <laughs> so, you know. Good stuff. Glad to be influencing your brain. Um, you're a true influencer, and then he says, Josh. Yeah, you're an influencer, Josh. I'm an influencer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, send me your cash. I'll be I'll be corrupt. I'll plug anything. Um, and then he says, anyway, uh, seg you, which came up on last week's pod, which because I like to say seg you. Um, Rich likes to say seg. Um, okay. He said, uh, in, in place of segue. You sound so impressed. Yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> and he, and he said... Like, okay, uh, sure. <laughs> It's pronounced, uh, he says it's pronounced like the short-lived Tosmobiles, Segway, not Sieg. Or se- we, we are aware of this, uh, Miles, but but I do appreciate the um, the lesson. Uh, the vehicle's named after the word. Uh, both take you from one place to the next, and it comes from the Italian, uh, translated as it follows. Now you know. You've been and called then he out, says, sorry. Josh. I've been called out. Uh, and now he says, uh, sorry to be a knobby know-it-all. Uh, he says, I actually know very little and only recently discovered that Tony the Tiger says great because it's supposed to be a tiger growl. For years, I just thought he had a cute speech impediment. <laughs> Love and shit, Miles Hamer. Well, there you go. Now you know. Did you get that, uh, Matt and Dan? Did you realise that he was growling because he's a tiger? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. He's <laughs> a, uh, a tiger. I can't even deny that. Yeah. On it. I can't even it's, just like... No, long. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely yeah. nutty that you didn't get that. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> right, that'll just about do us. It's about that time of the week, that time of the pod. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. You can go on LinkedIn if you want. I don't care. Go on Twitter at Joshy Wise. Uh, at RichieW82, but he's not here. He's not. So if you want to tweet at the people that are talking, then it's at, isn't it just at Matt Lorigan? How yeah. did you get away with that one? <laughs> because no one else has my name. So it's M A T T L O R R I G A N. You should change it to Lay Down the Lorigan, see if Twitter will allow that. Possibly. Uh, I've, got, I've got a mate who just calls me Le Oregano all the time, which is just L and then Oregano. So I might change uh, with, it to that. Has he got an, uh, an apostrophe in yes, there? You yes. And he texts oh, the apostrophe okay. to me as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Dan, available at underscore uh, Dan Webb. For your video gaming needs, head to videogamer.com, hopefully, and possibly the sexy brand new videogamer.com yeah let's just say sure let's just say sure if if you're listening to this it means producer Dan hasn't savagely cut these words short Um, head on over to playstationtrophies.org xboxachievements.com check out Matt's ratchet review Um, and also and also there was something else thanks to Andy B Adam Cook and Colin Mahone for our musical stings Uh, oh and if you want to send me a ramble like Mr. Miles Hamer did Go for podcast at videogamer.com is our email uh, because I like rambles. So, you know, get on it. But uh, that's it. That, that, that'll about, just about do us. Uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye. Goodbye from Matt from upstairs. Goodbye. And goodbye from Dan Webb. Goodbye. <laughs>